What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Wellpreneur Online Podcast, episode 39. And this week, we're talking all about one of my very favorite social media platforms, Instagram. But I have to admit, and I'm I'm really open during this interview, I don't use Instagram for business. I just use it for fun. It's just something, you know, I'm really into photography, and I just love that I've always got my phone with me, and I can snap pictures and apply the filters and post them. And it's just been a really fun play social media platform for me. And so when I heard about Sue Zimmerman and that she's the Insta expert, right? She's the Instagram expert that's actually driving 20 to 30 email signups a day, plus a good amount of revenue just through Instagram. I really wanted to have her on because I thought, "Mm, I might be missing something. Maybe this is something I should really shift my strategy and stop using it just for fun and maybe start using it for business. So I have Sue on today. And let me tell you, this is one interview you're going to want to have a pen and paper for. She just constantly is giving tips, really good tips, and you're just going to want to write it down. If you've thought at all about using Instagram for your business and as a traffic generation strategy and a way to really engage with people, you're going to love what Sue has to share. So I don't want to spend too much time. I just want to jump straight into it because it is just an information-packed interview. But just before we jump in, I want to remind you that you can go to my website and sign up for my free five-day blogging challenge to fill your blog with content that your ideal clients will love and share. You can get that at wellpreneuronline.com slash challenge. And since we're talking about Instagram, why not follow me on Instagram too? It's at Vintage Amanda. Although as you'll hear during the interview, I might be starting a few other accounts as well. So stay tuned. So let's jump right into this interview with Sue Zimmerman all about Instagram. Hi, Sue. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Hey, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. So you are in lovely Cape Cod. Is that right? Yes, I am looking out the window. It is a crystal clear blue sky and I'm really close to the ocean. So it's definitely where I like to be in the summer. Uh, (laughs) We're recording this in August and that sounds really about perfect. I'm I'm (laughs) jealous. I'm from New Hampshire originally, so I know how beautiful it is there. Yeah. So can you tell us, um, I really wanted to have you on to talk about Instagram because Instagram is kind of weird for me amongst the social networks because I absolutely love it. I'm totally obsessed. I Instagram everything, but not really for my business. I'm just kind of Instagramming my life and as opposed to the other platforms where I'm really actively using them for my business. So I really wanted to have you on to talk about Instagram and if there is a way that we can use this for our businesses. Well, there is definitely a way that you can use it for your businesses. And I will say that most people do get on Instagram with the exact intent that you mentioned, which is to personally be on it because it is a digital scrapbook 
of your life. And what's really ironic is that I used to teach scrapbooking eight years ago. And I had a double-sided tape that I sold in the scrapbook industry. And I taught people all over the world how to embellish their real photos using our double-sided tape. And I was on QVC with this tape. And it's just so interesting to me that eight years later, I am now teaching the world how to embellish their Instagram photos by using third-party <laughs> apps and filters that, that you can use to download. So just to ground everybody here that's listening, yeah, so a lot of people that I coach and a lot of people that start Instagram start with the exact same purpose that you have. And that's fine if that's your purpose for being on Instagram. But if you really want to leverage it as a social platform, which quite frankly, I think anybody in business with a pulse should be doing because it is hands down the platform where you get the most engagement, you can put together a hashtag strategy and literally attract your ideal client. And I have so many ways that we can talk about this on your podcast, but let's just begin with the most important thing, in my opinion, when you go on Instagram for business, what you need to do is really claim your space, your niche, what you do passionately that you love to share with the world and own that space and give value in that space. So rather than just kind of taking photos of everything in your life, maybe you're doing something about healthy food or like natural beauty products or personal training exercises that people can do at home. Is that what you mean? Like a little niche like that? Yeah. And so the niche begins with your username. And just to let you know, I have six different Instagram accounts for this very reason, because what I've learned is that my personal account, Subi Zimmerman, where I have the most followers, because that's the first account that I started. And it's the one where I started teaching Instagram from. I realized that a lot of people don't want to see pictures of my kids or my dog or what I'm doing on vacation. And I get that because we all have a certain amount of hours in the day and that people really want to get value when they're on their social platforms. So I started several other Instagram accounts. One is called the Instagram expert. And on that account, I only share tips, tools, and strategies on how to use Instagram to grow your business. And so if that's all you want to get out of Instagram, that's the account to follow. Separately, I have an account for my seasonal seaside store here on Cape Cod called Cod. So anyone that's here on the Cape or the Vineyard or Nantucket that wants to check out my store would follow that account. And then the one account that I'm most proud of, and I, I want to share this with your listeners, is the account that Creative Live wanted me to start when I taught my three-day Instagram course in June. It is called Instagal Live. And that community exploded in three days. I have over 1,500 followers who all saw me on Creative Live and who all follow my content and are connected to me from that course I taught and is a very active, highly engaged community. And it's really cool to have that as a study compared to the other accounts I've created because the other accounts I've created, random people from around the world started following for various reasons, whereas the Instagal Live was something that I strategically created and worked on with my producer at Creative Live. And that community is based on that experience. So they were actually at a live event. So they kind of made a community there and then that's moved online. 
No, they weren't all at my live event. So I taught Instagram for three days, six hours a day. It was streaming live to the world. Oh, right. Okay. So 12,000 people from all over the world watched me. And so I have this global audience that are now a part of my community from that particular account. And they also know to go follow the Instagram expert account. So I'm able to build my other account from a community that I started with the Creative Live community. Got it. So one of my big questions about Instagram is that you can't, and tell me if I'm wrong, you can't link back to your website. Is that right? You absolutely can link back to a website. In your bio, you have one URL Mm. that you get to link back to your bio. And I always tell everybody to make sure it's a bit.ly, a custom bit.ly URL where you're creating, you can actually check the click-throughs on that link to see how successful it is. So depending on what account you land on, I have a different custom bit.ly. So for example... On my Subi Zimmerman account, I am sending people to my Instagram course from Creative Live. On my Instagram expert account, I'm sending people to the top 10, my 10 free tips to grow your Instagram account. So that is a download PDF. Mm. I capture people's emails when they download it and I grow my email list at least 25 to 30 people a day on Instagram. Right. So I guess that's the key because where I was getting stuck was you only, you can't link like, like on Pinterest, you can click on the image on Pinterest and go directly back to your site or Facebook. But on Instagram, it doesn't work like that. So that's why you're using the link in the profile, which is really smart. Yeah, that's one way. A second way, Amanda, is when you post on Instagram and you type out the URL and you share that to Facebook, it is a live link on Facebook. Oh, right. So you can share content on multiple platforms from Instagram. And that is one of my favorite reasons why I love this platform is because I can selectively choose which images I'm sharing to Facebook or which images I'm tweeting. And you can do that at any time. It does not have to be when you literally post your Instagram image Mm -hmm. or, or video. You can go back to previous posts that might be relevant to what you're sharing that week or that day and tweet it or post it to Facebook. That's such a good point because on Facebook, as we know, it's so key to have images because that's going to increase click-throughs and the Instagram images usually look pretty good. So it's a really easy way to get good looking images over to Facebook too. Yeah, as long as you have high standards and not everybody that's posting on Instagram does. So very good point. I have very high standards. I have Pinterest standards on Instagram. What do you mean by that? I mean, like every pin on Pinterest is like you're going to a gallery to look at something and you shouldn't be posting anything unless you have a beautiful photo with great lighting, with just that captures people's interest that they want to repin and share. So I think when you're on Pinterest, a lot of people are overwhelmed with all the awesome photos and images that they look at and they get stuck in the Pinterest trap because you don't realize how much time has passed while you're there. On Instagram, the image I have the same standards for, and I find that I am not finding nearly spending nearly as much time on Instagram as I do when I go over to Pinterest. So let's take a step back for a second. And one of the things I always like to think about when I'm talking to clients about choosing social media platforms is, well, one, do you like it? But even more importantly than if you like to use it is, are your ideal clients there? So in your experience, what kind of people are using Instagram? Just to get an idea of who we might be targeting if we're using Instagram. 
every person I know with an, a different industry is on Instagram. I can cite examples for real estate agents, health and wellness, service-based businesses. I have clients who are in the industrial tape business. You can carve out a niche on Instagram. That's what's so great. What leads people back to you is your hashtag strategy. And I do have a download called Get Your Hashtag On on my website that literally goes through all the different categories that people might have a business in. And the top 30 hashtags are there just for people that are newbies that just don't understand like how to even create a hashtag strategy. But you can go into Instagram and do amazing market research, even if you're not actively using it for a business just yet. What I say is, what are the words, the keywords that your ideal client would search to find you. So for me, it's Instagram expert, it's online media, it's Instagram tips, it's Insta results, that's the name of my course. And I use those hashtags strategically when I post. People that search those hashtags to find visual content in what they're interested in will see my post because you can search the hashtags on Instagram. Okay, so can we just explain what hashtags are for somebody that might not be familiar with it? Because I know that's something that comes up a lot. It's just kind of hard to get your head around hashtags on Twitter and Instagram when you're first starting out. So how do you explain those? Yeah, so hashtags are live on Google+, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. And on Instagram, when you use hashtags, which is the pound sign in front of a word, and you don't ever want to put like a dash or a dot in between the word, you need to make sure it's there's no spaces, otherwise the hashtag won't work. You curate content within that word or that saying that you come up with. Some people have sayings that they curate. I do SBZ tips. So if you search that hashtag, you will see my tips and only my tips within that hashtag. Now you cannot own a hashtag, but you can claim a hashtag on Tagboard. Do you know what Tagboard is, Amanda? No. Mm -mm. Yeah, so Tagboard is a web-based application where you can put in your hashtag and write a description for what it is and basically claim a hashtag, if you will. And then you can check on Tagboard where that hashtag is being used and viewed. So it's a really great way to do some market research there as well. On Instagram, when you use a hashtag, it becomes a live link. So when you click on it, you see all the other Instagram users that have also used that hashtag. So the word love is used the most on Instagram. So that's not a hashtag that I recommend using strategically for business. But if you want to get some eyeballs on your post, you might throw that one in there in your grouping, but it's going to move extremely quickly through the down the hashtag feed. I always tell my coaching clients to really come up with five to six unique hashtags to you that you don't think anybody else would be using. And when you throw your name into the hashtag, that helps create something more unique to you so that you dominate that hashtag on Instagram. So an example of that for me is the Instagram expert. There are other people that use it, but I dominate that hashtag on Instagram. So my post will show up more than other people's and it will keep me top of mind when people are looking through that hashtag feed. Right. No, that makes sense. You know, I found with my own posts as I hashtag, you know, add other tags, then it really increases my number of followers too, just because I'm getting found more. Yeah. What is your Instagram handle? Vintage Amanda. Oh, okay. And why did you put Vintage Amanda? Well, that's my natural health and beauty site that was my original business. It's called Vintage Amanda. Gotcha. 
So it doesn't have anything to do with Wellpreneur. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, oh, should I create a separate Wellpreneur Instagram account based on what you said? So yeah, something to yeah. think about. Yes, I yeah. would. It's called a featured account. And all you need to do to create a second account is have a different email. And I would absolutely check to see if that's taken. And, you know, if it's not, grab it. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Amanda, a lot of podcasters who interview me, it's so funny. We go through the interview and they do exactly what you and I are doing right now. They're like, okay, I think I need a featured account. Oh my goodness, Sue. Okay, I know you guys are listening. <laughs> I know you guys are listening, but it's my podcast and I just need to do this to make sure. So it's so funny. It probably happened like six times in this past two weeks with people that interview me because they now understand that the niche and the featured account is where the business mind is. Right. Right. Yeah. But how do you, do you have to like log out and log in again to your other account or you just manage it on your computer? I'm thinking from my phone because that's why I love Instagram. You just take a photo, boom, it goes up there. But if I had six, like you said, you had six accounts. Um, this this yeah. boggles my mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> how you manage it all. Yeah, I'm soon to have seven, to be honest, because I'm starting another, a whole nother business uh, entity of Instagram. So I do three of them because I love Instagram and it does not feel like work. It does not feel like a place that I have to go to create content. I think in images, content comes so easily to me to, to share on Instagram and I can do a post in under three minutes. And it's for me, it's like a mini blog post that would take an hour. So I manage three and then one of my assistants manages the other three on a web-based platform called Schedulegram. And Schedulegram is a paid service. It's the only place I know that is where Instagram has approved people to upload images to share on Instagram. There are some other applications, but they don't bind by Instagram's IPA. So they have a certain, you have to be careful with what you're doing. There's some free ones out there. And I've heard of people that have had their account shut off because they did it that way. What kind of results are you actually seeing from Instagram? I guess you said that you are getting like 20 or 30 email subscribers a day, which is awesome. So is that basically the way that then they go into your sales funnel that way into like an email marketing funnel? That's, or are you finding that you get sales directly from Instagram somehow or? Always, every day. So the reason I'm teaching Instagram is because my teenage twin daughters were on it and scrolling. And I'm like, what the heck are you guys doing on your phones all day? This was like a year and a half ago. And they're like, mom, we are on Instagram. And don't you dare get on Instagram because we know that you're going to start teaching it because I teach social media, not just Instagram. So as soon as I heard that, by the way, I watch everything my teenagers do and learn so much by their actions, how they dress, what they're buying, what they're saying, what they're looking at. And I just know my antenna is always up and always has been because they are setting the next trends and opportunities, especially in social. So I started getting on it. I immersed myself in it. I read every blog post article, followed all the big brands. And then I started using it strategically for my store. And my sales at my store increased 40% that summer. So I knew I had to teach the world this because I know there's so many small businesses out there struggling with getting engagement and having success on social media. And I'm like, this is crazy. So for the past year and a half, I have been eating, breathing, sleeping, Instagram 24-7, doing interviews, webinars. I created a course that's doing really well and I've been speaking on stage and I attracted a $50,000 client on Instagram from my hashtag strategy. She found me 
from searching hashtags. And it just so happens she lives in my hometown in Wellesley, Massachusetts. And she also has a Cape here, a house here on the Cape in Chatham. So we have similar interests. We both have, she has four kids. I have three. She has twins. I have twins. So she was looking at the same content and following a lot of the same online experts as I do and I feature. And she found me and she hired me as her business coach, as her social media strategist. And we do her Instagram account for her. And she's a real estate agent. And anyone that wants to take a peek at her account, it's RE Expert. And her name is Jill Boudreau, J-I-L-L-A-B-O-U-D-R-E-A-U. And you can get a sense of what we're doing for her on Instagram. And the ironic thing, Amanda, is that Jill is a high-end real estate specialist and she sells real estate in Wellesley. And most of the homes that she sells are from three to $10 million. And she has made in her pocket $250,000 from being on Instagram. She got clients that found her on Instagram that hired her as a real estate agent. And that is crazy success. But I'm guessing she's not just sharing photos of like, oh, this is what I ate at dinner last night. I mean, she's doing what you said, which is if she's RE expert, like being really specific about her niche. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm managing that account with my team for her. And she's like, Sue, I've made $250,000 because of you. And that, awesome. that's crazy, right? Totally. That's great. So, Sue, tell me, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see business owners making on Instagram? Oh, I see so many. In fact, just to let you know, if you go to my website, subizimmerman.com, the download that you get when you sign up for my list are the top seven things not to do on Instagram. Oh. So I can say three of them, but everyone should go over to my website and get all seven because seriously, these are mistakes I see every day. So the first one, people have their account on private. And I would never follow anyone in business that has their account on private. That's fine for personal. If you are in business, having your account on private is like having the door shut, lights out, sign on that says we're closed. So you want to make sure that you're not on private. That's number one. Number two is they have a username that makes no sense with what they do. They either have numbers after their name or I have no idea what the name means. I can't even read it. And there's a disconnect with their name. So your name should really align with your Twitter handle if you can get that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if you can because there are over 200 million active users on Instagram now and 2 million coming on every week. So if those numbers don't convince you to get on Instagram, I don't know what will. I mean, that there's just growth beyond any other platform. It is the, the fastest growing social platform in the world right now. So that's number two. Number three, people don't have a URL in their bio. There's no link. There's no link to click. There's nowhere to go. It's like, are you in business or aren't you? Mm-hmm. So those are three. To get cool. the other four, you have to go over to my website. Go download them. <laughs> so for somebody just starting out, so say, you know, someone's listening, maybe they've played around a little bit with Instagram personally, and they thought, okay, I want to get serious about doing this for my business. What are some of the first things? So obviously they should pick a name, like you said, pick a name that makes sense with their business. But what do they do after that? Kind of what are the first steps to get going? Well, I say queue up some really good photos and have them either in Dropbox or in a folder on your desktop or somewhere that you can easily access to start uploading photos so it looks like you're not a complete newbie on Instagram. So maybe queuing up 10 photos. And I I really think sharing two a day is the right amount. I, I experience this over time. You know, when I'm at a conference and we're taking a ton of like 
pitches with the group of people there or the speakers. It's usually three to four pitches on my accounts. But queuing up photos and having them ready to go and really good photos with really good descriptions of value that you're giving on top of of the photo. The photo or the video should be really what captures people's attention to bring them back to your account and to get them to start following you. And I think the description in the photo gives added value, the storytelling aspect. I mean, the the picture should do it all, but it doesn't always. And you can write a really great description underneath the picture so that, you know, you really get value. That's such a good point because I I know that some of the, I'm really into photography and some of the people that I follow, you know, they'll have a nice photo, but then there's some that do a photo and then they write about it. Like they'll share a little snippet of where they were when they took it, or they'll share a quote, or it just gives it context. And those are so much more engaging than just the photo alone. Right. And the context is really what, to your point, gets engagement. So I love the engagement. So here's a perfect example of that. I do these branded Instagal tips that I share on Instagram. And I just posted one that's called the three C's. Number one, connect with your ideal followers. Number two, communicate a great visual message. And number three is comment and engage. I can't tell you like that's the secret sauce to really getting followers over to your account. I got 80 likes on this post, which is really good. And I think I posted this three days ago. I usually get at least 50 likes. Like that's my average likes and anything over that I can send for my account. I consider above average. But what I really love, Amanda, is the engagement. So what I did in the description is I wrote Sue B's three C's. Which one do you need to work harder at? So I have people telling me which number I need number two, just started a featured account, got a new phone with a much better camera. And I figured out my niche. So, you know, people are, you want to ask a question to get engagement because the people that are answering become your ideal clients are the ones interacting on your post regularly. And you want to take note with who they are. And you can by looking at your notifications. And because that little circle avatar is like smaller than a dime, like half the size of a dime, you want to make sure it's a really clear, great photo so that when it pops up in the in the feed of notifications, you start familiarizing yourself with the same person leaving a comment, I would reach out to them and probably send them a direct message and just thank them for being such a, you know, one of my top engagers and ask them if there's anything I can help them with. Mm, It's a great idea. Cool. Well, we're getting to the end of our time together. This has gone so fast. I'm sure everybody took tons of notes because you shared so many good ideas. I really appreciate that. Where can people find you if they'd like to get in touch or learn more about what you do? Yeah, so I'm one of those lucky few that have my name consistently everywhere on every single platform. So Sue B. Zimmerman is my website, and we just talked about that download. I also have a Facebook page. I want to let all the listeners know that I have a free Facebook group. In addition to the group that I have when you buy my Insta results course, people, I have a private group, but my public group is called Instagram results. And if you search that in Facebook, you can join the group. There's over 2,500 people in this community, and they're all very much engaged in sharing their Instagram success and their questions and the group kind of answers each other and helps each other. Really wonderful community. In addition, on YouTube, I have a playlist of tips that I share that are free that you can go and listen. And if you do, all I ask is that you leave a comment that you listen so I know that you were there and you can share it to Facebook or Twitter if you have the desire to. But I really love to see when people come over and learn from me is to engage. I th- Amanda, I really think that 
this is my life lesson. I really feel that if, if someone is educating, entertaining you, or giving you value, the courtesy is either the like, but more importantly, the comment. Not just lurking and taking that content for face value and saying, oh, I just learned something, but showing appreciation by engaging back. And people will do the same for you when you share great content, the more you do it for them. Oh, absolutely. And I think from a creator point of view, when you get comments, it's really motivating and keeps that person going too. So they'll keep making the great content. So yeah, it's a win-win. Yes. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Sue, for being here. I really enjoyed talking with you. And I think we're going to start seeing lots of Instagram out in our community now. Great. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. So please come follow me. And can I just say, if anyone that's listening comes over and starts following the Instagram expert or Subi Zimmerman, let me know that you came over from this interview and tag Amanda. Yeah, at Vintage Amanda. Let me know. I'd love to hear. Yeah, because we'll get a notification that you heard this and that you liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Have a good one, Sue. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this interview with Sue Zimmerman all about Instagram. You can get links to everything we talked about in the show notes, which are at wellpreneuronline.com slash 39. And I would love to hear from you. So follow me on Instagram at Vintage Amanda and let me know how you're going to be changing your Instagram strategy to deliver more revenue and more followers for your business. It's really exciting. I'd love to keep in touch with you about it because I think there's going to be uh, lots of changes and lots of Instagram going on in our community over the next coming months. So thanks so much for listening to this interview and I wish you tons of success in your wellness business this week and I will see you back here next week with the next episode. Bye.